Morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Digital Bromance, and we are on episode ten. There's is that ten? Yep. Just did that. Yeah. Okay. You having a good morning? <laughs> it's it's all right. Yeah. It's all right. Not good. Not great. Not amazing. Just all right. Just all right. Not really. No. It's uh, it's quite grey actually. In Prague, is it? Yeah. Okay. We've actually got blue skies here for once. That's why I'm in yeah. such a good mood and I'm so happy. You can hear it in my voice now. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough? Oh, okay. All right, well, you want to just kick into it? We'll, we'll try try to do this question again. It's uh, quite quite a complicated one. Sounds good. I'm ready for it. Are you sure? I think so. Okay. Okay, right. So, imagine this. All right. I am a personal brand. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I've been taking some photos. I've been taking some photos. I've maybe been mess trying to be messing around with Photoshop. I'm not very good at it, so it doesn't work. But I do know how to use a camera. What are three basic tips that you would give to someone starting out with their personal brand or doing content for their company? Three basic tips for making their videos look better. Okay, so video specifically. Video specifically, yeah. Mm -hmm. But obviously, you know, tune towards social media. (coughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. I've been seeing this occur. Yeah. Um, On LinkedIn quite quite a lot recently. Seeing different people doing different kind of video content and different shows and different ways of communicating with the people that are interested in them. Mm Mm-hmm. Some are doing a really good job, some not so much. And I think the basic tip, if you will, the basic advice, what separates good content from bad content is not the quality of it. It's definitely not the way you shoot it. Uh, yes, there are some basics such as, you know, you should be, we should be able to see your face. So maybe stand close to a window if you're indoors or go for a walk outside. Uh, good sound is obviously quite important, but nowadays phones are good enough themselves. So yeah. the chance is that if you have a decent phone, the audio is not too bad. Make sure that you're not somewhere where it's windy. Uh, that fucks up the audio quite a lot. Um, but back to what makes the difference, I think, is being authentic and just being who you are. Okay. I think what you need to realize if you're starting out is that You've probably set out to do this for a long time. It's going to be a long-term project. And if you decide to play a persona, if you decide to to sort of fake it till you make it approach, imagine that you will be doing this for the years to come. So it's something that you might not want to, you know, be someone else than you actually are. Yeah, the thing is as well, so if, that, if that persona takes off, if people actually like it, then you may actually be yeah. stuck. Yeah. Worth having to upkeep that persona when uh, you know more attention comes towards you. Exactly, and I I understand that if you're if you're taking the business approach or you're more towards B two B, you might want to talk about things that are not too personal. You know, you might want to describe some issues in the industry and things like that. But what happens often is that those things can get boring, uh, even if the information is really valuable. Even if you're providing really golden golden stuff, it can get boring unless 
you let your personality shine through a little bit at least. Yeah. So, so even if you're talking about B2B or something very technical, don't be afraid to make a joke here and there. Don't be afraid to let the audience know what you're about outside of that. And yeah, so I think advice number one, the top of the list would be be yourself. Uh, sounds a bit cliche, but it does work for me. Yeah. So, so are you talking more yeah. on a, a kind of vlogging basis, or yeah, I think so. Okay. I think so. Yeah, if if you're the, the way I see it, if you're a personal, if you decide to be, you know, I'm gonna be a personal brand. I'm gonna build up this this person that I am on social media. I think vlogging is difficult to avoid. Okay, unless you go, and since you've asked about video, I mean, you can still go the way of blogging, and you can, you know, you can still do written content. Or uh, you can just do photos. You can just crush it on Instagram, for example. But when it comes to video, I think it's difficult to avoid vlogging if you're a personal brand because it's about you at the end of the day. Yeah. If if it's a brand, um, there still has to be someone in front of the camera. So you you have to make a decision: is it going to be you as the owner, or are you gonna you know are you bigger budget? So you're gonna hire someone. Yeah. Uh, is there gonna be a presenter for the brand or the product? But showing just the product or just the service without putting the face on it, that sounds like a commercial. And you cannot build a personal brand on top of a commercial. So, yeah, I think it's difficult to avoid, to be honest, vlogging. Yeah. No, definitely if you're a personal brand, uh, what you said is absolutely 100% correct. Um, yeah. Right, so that's step number one. <laughs> that's step number one. Do you want me to, to whip up some more? Three, three in the pipeline. Three in the pipeline. Okay, so number two when it comes to video and you posting video, uh, let's talk about two practices. First, as I said at the beginning, make sure the audio is sound. Um, it's okay if it's not crystal clear. It's totally fine. I mean, listen to our podcast. It's, it's nowhere close to <laughs> being crystal clear. But the fact is that we're using our phones and it allows us to keep this up three times a week. Yeah. If if we had more elaborate setup, it because we are in different locations and we move move around quite a lot, it would be much more difficult and the frequency would have to go down. So don't stress about it too much, but please keep your audio as clear as you as you can. Second thing, yeah, the, audio, to, the, audio, the uh-huh. audio is a, a a big one. Like we've always, always yeah. been told, you always get told that. You know, people will forgive like bad, bad video, bad video quality or whatever it is. But if if you can't hear it properly, then it, it completely ruins whatever you're talking. I mean, today, not as many people maybe have the sound on. There's the, the the subtitles and stuff that can be up, which which help that. But don't. There's no no point in ever relying on subtitles because. Yeah. yeah, you know, if you do put the sound on, it's just a windy mess, or I can't hear you at all. Then, yeah, it's interesting um, that you brought it up because I think subtitles are a must nowadays. Yeah, um, when you're on socials. But what happens to me if I use my own experience as an example mm-hmm. is that I'm scrolling, I see a video, I see the subtitles, I will give it three, five, eight seconds. Yeah, I'm reading, reading. If it's interesting, I'm gonna play the sound. Mm-hmm. So for me, the subtitles are almost like a pre, how would you call this? I don't know. Um, they are the difference. If I'm not, that's, that's the wrong way to put it. 
Um, I think it's, an, it's an introduction for me. Yeah, yeah, it gives yeah. more information then because you're not needing to, to put the yeah. sound on, create create a noise. You can literally just exactly. look at look at basically the topic of information that's getting put across. Yeah, yeah I get you. No, I'm exactly. saying like I think with um with the subtitles, it's almost more eye catching as well. Like on a mm-hmm. on a psychological basis, it kind of like almost feels like it tricks you into uh, into reading it. You know, mm-hmm. if there's moving words or, or flashing words, your your eyes kind of naturally draw to it. And then, as you said, that you you maybe give it you know three, five, eight seconds, and you get a clear introduction of 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 what the video is or yep. what it's gonna roughly be like. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm the same. I'll I'll um, I'll usually watch a video if it's got subtitles on it, just purely based on the fact that my eyes would more drawn to it. Yeah. 100%. I think a good example of that is uh, Vice. So when I'm, when yeah. I'm on Facebook, um, I sometimes see Vice videos and they put subtitles on and they're quite big, those subtitles. They take at least 20% of the screen and they are usually covering topics that are bizarre or, you know, they, they yeah. do obviously understand the, the social media landscape. Um, but what I do is that I'm going to read a few sentences, so I'm going to give it those three seconds. And and if I see any interest in that, if it's something that piques my interest, I'm going to turn the sound on. Yeah. Um, and I'm probably going to watch those three five minutes. See, Vice was quite a smart one in in, in mm-hmm. the sense of they played to a kind of younger audience and and yeah, and yeah. younger audiences' topics. Like, I remember when I first kind of. I didn't think of Vice as the way that they are now when I first heard of them. Um, mm-hmm. But the more videos that I watched on YouTube or whatever, or the more stuff I came across, it was either about like, you know, psychedelics or gangsters yeah. or, or like raves or, you know, these random kind of political things or whatever. But it was all very finely tuned towards a younger audience, which. I don't know. I, like, I I hear a lot of mixed opinions about Vice. Mm-hmm. I used to I used to like it, but I hear from a lot of people that I don't know how to put it in a nicer in a nicer Just say, way. Say as it is. But people people often say that like the 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 information that's that's put across is is either quite biased or just a a bunch of shit basically. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Like that's interesting. From when you when you visit their website um yeah. and you look at vice news or whatever the name is yeah it's it's shit because it's just a fight for clicks right so they cover well first of all the the journalists mm-hmm. that that are producing the news are probably and like i mean i, I don't mean any hate to anyone but some of the some of the articles and the actual topics are just hilarious, man. Like it's yeah. it's it's literally just to get clicks, oh, and okay. and I hate that fashion. Yeah. So in terms of the written content, it's it's nowhere good in my opinion. Uh, the videos themselves, I have to say that more often than not, I end up watching it. Yeah, I'm the same because they're just. Information aside, uh, because I do not do the research afterwards, like, mm-hmm. you know, is, is this actually true or is this how it works? Yeah. Uh, because the, because of the topics that they choose, I I find it quite interesting. So whether that's 
I was like a sex slave kind of thing. Uh, that was really interesting, actually. Like, there's like this group of people that are, you know, like living their life. And uh, yeah. Anyways, um, there was a lot of drugs, as we said, like psychedelics and stuff. Isn't that? Have um, you ever watched that guy? That's like, he's like, he seems like the most depressing guy ever, <laughs> but he's quite, he's quite sarcastic. You know, he's he's quite hum- he's, his humor is quite good, but he's like. You he's mean the, pre- really the presenter? Face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The guy with the like glasses. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 That? I love that guy. Yeah, I don't know then... why I love that guy. It kind of annoys me, but <laughs> he's also quite funny. There's um, there's the there's the one guy that explores the racial issues. Okay. I don't know his name. I can't remember. But he goes to America. He goes to like, uh, I, th- I think, and I don't want to be. I don't want to. I think he's he's um. A a uh, no, I don't know. I'm not gonna guess that. I don't know where he's from. He's, I mean, he's from London, but if he's a descendant of this or that, I'm not too sure. Um, so he has obviously his own opinions and views on problems of that sort, and he goes into these quite extremist um, sort of groups. Okay, and he goes to their gatherings and stuff like that, and he actually tries and talks to people. Okay. Uh, he tries to have a conversation. Um, pretty ballsy, pretty yeah, ballsy, because yeah. some of those situations seem quite stressful. I would say. Like, do you think, do you, um, think you could uh, be, do that kind of documentary, journalistic type um, video work or filmmaking? Mm-hmm. You do. If I like it, you mean? No, what was the question? You sorry. What? Sorry. What do did you, you think say? you could? <laughs> Sorry. Do you oh think I could God. do it? You mean? <laughs> yeah, like, like because obviously these situations are quite can be very intense and, and ah, stressful. Okay. okay. Like, if I, I could, I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah. of, uh, I think uh, if you if you're behind the camera, you yeah, you're, you're kind of have, like a, you have a hiding spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If but you're you... also the guy that's pointing the camera. At the, <laughs> the that's true. Faces. That's true. But it's I like think get a camera in my face. Like, oh, yeah. That's my job. <laughs> yeah, I think from experience, being behind camera is is always a bit less yeah. stressful. Yeah. At least for me. I mean, for me. And um, <laughs> yeah, no, I could, I could, I could, I could not do that. Being the presenter and. Have it. I, I don't. I, I don't think I would be afraid. I just don't think I have that. Um, how do you call this? I don't know. Like that ability to just come up to someone and be like, "Hey, like, let's talk about like this." The confidence. Is that confidence that makes me sad? Um, <laughs> <It's> confidence. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. I like that probably. Um, in that sense of of coming up to someone and just. Chatting about uh, whatever issue I have in my mind. Well. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, there's there's more of a pressure, I guess, to actually be interesting. Yeah, but, I, th- I think you have to have a certain personality. Yeah. To to be able to do that. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't like a lot of documentary personality. So, I mean, I love the way through. He's just the best kind of <laughs> documentary personality. But uh, I don't know. A lot of people. There was a there was a film. Uh, we're getting carried away on films here, but um, there was a film that I saw recently came out, and it is called. Okay, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like of mother and men or something, mm-hmm. something like that, and it's the filmmaker who has went into 
parts of the Middle East, I think, um, and parts of like kind of terrorist groups, and he's basically pretended to be one of them and made this documentary okay. um, from the inside. Like some of the footage in it is like he's interviewing this guy and and he basically in the middle of the, the interview just kind of turns and shoots another guy. But it's just like, imagine you were that that filmmaker and you just had to pretend that, oh, that was fine, that was normal. Yeah, like, that in is the a bit, moment, that like, is that, a bit that strange. That is like deep, deep, deep in the waters of filmmaking, like documentary filmmaking. So when I so when I think of like, <laughs> now after hearing about this and stuff, when I think of documentary filmmaking, I'm thinking like situations like that. Like there's even stuff with Louis through where he's, Mm-hmm. It was a kind of a Nazi um, episode. I don't know if you saw it, um, but he's talking to like these these neo Nazis, and things <laughs> things start get start getting quite heated. But at the same time, if you're Louis through, like you've got such a lovable face, and you're such like a a type of a stereotype of a man that <laughs> you're probably not going to be attacked by anyone. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, I, no, I don't think I could do that. Like getting into those kind of deep areas of, yeah, of that kind of stuff. No, no, I definitely could not. It's it's very strange to me. Yeah, it's it's nice to watch. It's, it's nice to watch. It's interesting to watch. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's good yeah. letting other people look at those. those definitely, situations. definitely. Right. Back to the, back to the yeah, <laughs> back to the tips. Tip three. Uh, I would generally give you a tip of know where to post stuff and where to post stuff and what are the best practices on, on each platform. Um, you might have noticed not everything has been shot in 16 by 9 anymore. Uh, 16 by 9, in case you're not too familiar with that, is your classic. Like, that's how you watch cinema, basically. Um, that format. A lot of people are doing vertical video nowadays uh, because of the popularity of Instagram stories and Snapchat. Um, a lot of people are doing square videos or the 4x5 or is it 5x4? Not sure. What's the, what's the thing with square videos? Like, why, what's just, the advantage I mean, of that? There's no advantage. There's, it's just the reason why video formats started to started to change when it comes to social media is simply because there's different formats such as Snapchat or, or Instagram and people are just yeah. trying to like mentally engage the viewer because that's something that he or she is getting used to. Yeah. Um and they're more likely to and also it's because of mobile phones. Like if yeah, you're scrolling on your phone and it's sixteen by nine, there's not a lot of space that the video covers. Yeah, on you your phone, unless you phone. flip it on the yeah. side, exactly. So vertical video is more. Um, but like well, I get, it, I get yeah. vertical and I get sixteen by nine from mm-hmm. a, a side sense, but like if, if the vertical video is to be made, or the format of that is is to help engage the viewer and whatever content they're they're watching mm-hmm. on their phone, it's just a bit more immersive than. Uh, what's what's the deal with square? What's the deal with square video? Can you hear people talking in the background? Yeah. This is so annoying. Let me let me give it give them a shout, yeah? <laughs> okay. Go <laughs> <Come> on. <laughs> this is staying in the podcast. 
Můžete potichu a zavírat dveře. Čau. Zavři. Yeah, sorry guys. Uh, <laughs> you got a sneak peek of Czech language there. Uh, I had to I had to tell other people to be quiet. Uh, so now it should be better. When it comes to square, I don't I don't I would lie if I would say that I know the the origins. Okay. Of square, but when no, I try to think origins, about it, just like the kind of benefit, not not the benefit, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I I, w- I don't think I was there when that conversation when that conversation started um, around square video. I think it's still a little bit better than sixteen by nine because you see a bit more. Okay. Uh, it's probably better from a feed standpoint. Yeah. That's that's F E E D. Um, yeah. Don't know. And not a lot of people are doing square anyways. Most things that you see now are the five by four. So so it's it's not like it doesn't fully covers your screen from top to bottom, but it kind of almost does. Um, so there's a little bit of space. Um, that vertical line is longer than the horizontal one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, personally, I like vertical video a lot. Um, I don't really like to flip my phone on the side. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't use to like vertical video, but mm. I've gotten more and more used to it. Like, yeah, the more you can, the more you can utilize the format. Like, if you get used to the format and then you start to, you know, make content that's um, accustomed to the native, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then it it can become fun. If you, if I you like it. I it. like it from. I like it. I'm gonna steer a little bit here. I like it from yeah, storytelling, storytelling, storytelling point of view as well. Because, okay. and this is just something that I guess I have in me yeah. to 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 like different things and almost use them as a tool to be able to tell the story in a different way. Um, but I started like a few months ago. I was shooting almost every day. I've shot a little 10 second video on my Instagram story. I would just like find something, a frame, if you will, and I just let the video go. Uh, and I quite liked it because it made me as a creator or content creator or filmmaker, whatever you want to call it, it made me think differently. Mm-hmm. And and I love that. I love that. When something makes me think differently and I have to figure out how to put things in frame yeah. or how to be able to tell a story within what I'm given, um, I liked it a lot. So vertical video for me, I was, I was, I think I told you this. Well, I did and I didn't. Um, I was thinking about making a little short film or something, even a feature film in the vertical uh, format, because I think it's it would be really interesting to see how how people would. Oh, do you think that, that anyone would? Do you think anyone's ready? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Do you think anyone's ready to sit for an hour? Yeah, hour I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. Probably movie. not. Probably not. Probably not for a long session like that. But um, short film could work, probably. Yeah, I think a short film definitely could yeah. work. Yeah, feature probably, no. That's probably bullshit. But it would yeah, be interesting. Just going to go to cinemas now. It's just going to be better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not going to happen, is it? Um, no. <laughs> yeah, it's it's phones. So for that, for that, like if you would make a short film and you would release it. Um, yeah, on Instagram TV on, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly, and you would get that engagement off of that. But I think it's really interesting. No, so, so yeah, so think about the formats. Think where is it going to live? Is it LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, you know, Snapchat, whatever the platform? 
uh, check the best practices either by watching other people do stuff or by researching, of course. But I, I think it's more than enough if you watch other creators on those platforms and don't copy, copy, but, you know, do your research, um, watch a few people and then make your own stuff. So... Can you hear me? I, I never left. <laughs> I, I need was to, always here. I need to be, we are having some technical difficulties today. Uh, they're they used to over sure. Shouting at people. and yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, to end this, uh, so spoke about format, the same thing. Think about when do you post the video. Uh, both Facebook and Instagram give you Facebook and Instagram insights, um, which are basically analytics. It's data, how the people that you follow or people that follow you, um, you know, when they're online, what day, what hour, and uh, when they engage with your content. So so have a look at that. Obviously, if you don't really have a lot of people following you, it's always a bit tricky to get um, data that, that is, that will help you with direction. Uh, it's always easier if you have 1 million people and then you use all 1 million of data uh, but still, you know, watch, have a look at all the insights, all the analytics, and try to try to think when's the best. That we spoke about this in the previous episodes, but yeah. uh, these things they they do collide. Um, so format and timing. Tip number three. Fair enough. Thank you very much, Zach, for your three basic basic video tips. Yeah, the, just the, the basic people bitch. Will love it. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, I'm seeing this thing here, right? Mm-hmm. And it says, new study finds distrust in social networks is rising. Mm, right? Okay. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it makes sense. <coughs> what do you think the impact is as, you know, more scandals and stuff are coming out towards mm-hmm. social media platforms? What do you think the impact is on, a, on an advertising basis? Do you think that maybe... Yeah. Uh, ads will, you know, maybe seen be seen to, more towards the the scammy end of things, or hmm. or um, yeah. Where where do you think that would, that would go if if all of a sudden people were? I I'm gonna shoot someone. Um, <laughs> I think the market's the market, mm-hmm. and nobody will hate you for what the market is doing. Well, like, let me explain this. If you're using Facebook as your advertising platform, yeah, and Facebook is doing something silly, right? Facebook just had a breach, or you know, whatever. Yeah, people will not hate your brand for being on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. It, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, so, but I, I know that people won't hate the brand for being on Facebook. But I'm not meaning it from from that point of view. I'm meaning it from a as maybe, so let's say if there was only Facebook, right? On a mm-hmm. hypothetical basis, there was only Facebook. And then Facebook started fucking around and started pissing people off. Mm-hmm. And then people stopped using Facebook less and less. So then the num- the potential numbers for, for marketers, advertisers, mm-hmm. um, the potential numbers of people that they could reach yeah, I'll drop is in, then yeah. lowering. Yeah. So from an impact of 
if people are starting to distrust platforms like Facebook and stuff, do mm-hmm. you think that advertising, social media advertising, will then move to another underpriced kind of platform? No. Uh, no? Uh, I think you can answer that yourself there. But yeah. um, <laughs> no, people, like, look, again, the market is, is the market. Advertisers will move where the attention is. So mm-hmm. even if people are, people are pissed, even if people are whatever feeling, if they're on Facebook, if there's if if Facebook is still the number one out of what I can choose, yeah, in terms of attention, that advertisers will be there. Um, yes, advertisers have certain level of power uh, mm. when it comes to platforms. I think a good example would be looking at YouTube and you know Logan Paul, yeah, and Logan Paul showcasing the dead body in his vlogs. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that, and then YouTube you know, putting him off of their program uh, simply because all the advertisers were, you know, uh, pushing, uh, sorry, Facebook, pushing YouTube to the corner, saying, like, we don't want our ads to be displayed on videos with that people. Yeah. You know, so advertisers do have power because they are the ones that are running the platform, essentially. But uh, I can't imagine uh, what would Facebook have to do in order for people to become to, to use it less and less because there's already been so many yeah problems and whether that was a data breach uh quite recently or whether that was you know supporting that or that government yeah uh, not facebook per se but you know using facebook as a platform to do that um and people are still using it you know yeah so... i mean it's like from from a like because people have already established that our phones and social media come with uh, uh, they create addictive tendencies towards it. Mm. You know, it's a, I don't know if it's like a do- it gives you like a dopamine hit. You know, when you get yep. a like or whatever, yep. a comment, it makes you feel good, <coughs> feel nice. Uh, and Facebook obviously comes with all those benefits, all those hits, all those likes, comments, you know, shares, yep. whatever it is. So from a, it would I think it would be a different discussion if if Instagram wasn't owned by Facebook. Yeah. Then that would be really interesting, I think, seeing how the dollar is shifting between those two platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be really interesting. But, uh, you know, since Instagram is owned by Facebook, that discussion is almost like, well, you know, because, yes, it is generally known fact that Instagram is owned by Facebook, but I don't think that a, a, a user... A normal, classic kind of user you can imagine, right? That is yeah. on Insta. You probably don't feel like I'm on a platform that is owned by Facebook. No, not you at all. St- you st- yeah, exactly. You're still when you say that to people, that. most people don't don't know it. Yeah, so you still separate that, right? Like I'm yeah. either on Facebook or I'm on Instagram because mm-hmm. those two platforms are different. The way you behave on them is different. Yeah. Uh, but they they whether you advertise on Instagram or Facebook, they all all those money go into one pocket. So. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think it's a really good question. And it's almost trying to predict people's behavior. Yeah. Um, you know, what if this happens? Will people do this and that? And then how advertisers will respond. But, from... uh, but you, 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 said, uh, you said something that was like completely right. It made me think. It was like the fact that people probably won't... Ever... Facebook probably can't really actually do anything that'll piss people off enough yeah. that, that yeah. 
everyone will just delete their account. It would have to be something crazy, right? Like, like I can't even. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like exposing, I, I don't know. I don't even know to be honest. What would be the thing that would make me feel it, like okay, that's a, it? It's such an integral part of society for many people. Yeah. Like I know that Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat a bit less now. Or you know, if I'm waiting somewhere, if I'm whatever, I'm bored in any sense. Then it's like it's almost like a, just a little checkup. Yeah. Like a little, little unlock my phone or Instagram books. I think the average. Everything yeah, I think Facebook. the average number is like five times a day. People is it? check. Mm, I think so. People check their social media accounts. That's, that's nowhere near mine, but okay. <laughs> oh, you might hire. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, man. Yeah. Have you ever, have you ever, you've been on your phone, you've been quite bored, you've been on Instagram or whatever, and, and like go, closed it off and turned and it, it on again? Oh my God. I, I hate that. I, yeah, when, I know. When I do that, you click on it, you realize yeah. that you're just on it. You're yeah. Like, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> and that's, that's a crazy thing that's almost our brain are reprogrammed by now. Yeah. Um, and that's scary, man. What was what was quite interesting to me, this is sort of on the topic. Uh, the latest iOS for the iPhone introduced mm-hmm. the product. Is it called productivity? Okay, um, I'm not sure or something like that. It basically tells you your screen time, like how uh, okay. how much time you've spent on a day to day basis looking at your phone, and that shit is scary, man. So do you do you have it yet? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, here's the thing. I don't think, and this might be completely biased, mm-hmm. I don't think that I am, I use my phone that much. When I look <laughs> at other people, right, um, yeah. and when I have interactions with people, I can, like, I can go without my phone easily all day. And at the same time, like, let's say that I go somewhere, right? Is this if you're busy, though? But, like, wait, if you've got do... things to do throughout the day, if you've got, you know, yeah, nothing else. If you got things to do throughout the day, then are you saying that you can easily go without going on? Your yeah, phone? but like, even if I don't, like, here's the thing, like, let's say it's Saturday, and mm-hmm. I I go somewhere, right? Yeah. Uh, like last weekend, we went to the car boot sale. Uh-huh. I didn't take my phone, and and I do that like do you don't want to check it's, things up. Uh. I didn't want to because I thought like I'm I, I I almost wanted to do it on my own like use my own instinct what I believe is like pop culture right now uh, but okay. that doesn't matter right but I didn't okay. take my phone as a conscious decision like I don't really need it there mm-hmm. uh, I'm not gonna get into you know I don't know it's 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 a funny thing so I feel I felt like you know like I'm I'm pretty average phone user and then I had to look at how much time per day I spend on my phone and I and I thought holy shit man. <laughs> that is unbelievable i think what was it what i don't know if you can i don't think i can jump out of this app um i think it was somewhere around five hours okay it's like four and a half five oh, hours okay in the day actually that's like that is crazy how much that is wait, crazy and then you got like yeah sleeping. yeah i think a lot of that time was was like emails before and... sleeping oh, okay okay because I, I tend to do that uh which is which is a horrible habit like I, don't know I, I want to change that. Like, I do really want to change that. I think for me, charging my phone in a different room than I sleep, yeah, is a good way to almost, avoid this. It's almost like a, a little bedtime story, though, isn't it? I just like it, though. I really do. Yeah, I really do. I really do. I just like the fact that I go to bed. I'm supposed to sleep. I I was probably looking at the screen most of the day, anyways. 
Mm-hmm. And then I pick my phone and I, I, I did I make the decision of you know what I'm just gonna browse this for another hour and like man, that's it's a just personal, the training and it's with the virtual thing. world as always, yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I was really surprised by that, and I can only imagine that some people must be hitting fucking crazy numbers. Yeah. But what it tells you obviously is that the market is shifted towards mobile now. It's not shifting toward it already happened. And yeah. Um, yeah, let's take advantage of that rather than moan about it. But it's scary, a little bit scary sometimes. No, definitely. I mean, like I think the shift in mobile has kind of happened, and you know, desktops and PCs had their benefits, and then laptops had those same benefits, but on a smaller scale. Yeah. And then mobiles basically had the same benefits. But on an even smaller scale, I mean, there's, there's some benefits that they, they don't have that, that laptops might have. Yeah. I mean, like, in terms of, like, I ease now, of use with a keyboard yeah, or whatever. But... Yeah, I now see a desktop as a workstation. Okay. When I yeah, think yeah, of it, when like I think of it, yeah. Designated area. Exactly, work. exactly. Yeah. And I like it. I, I like that. I think it's an interesting shift because there was a time when I would never buy a PC, as a, I mean, in a desktop. Yeah. Because like, I don't need that, you know. I can just grab a laptop and do do it wherever I want. Um, but it's then, a mindset mm-hmm. thing. You're not. You're not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're not as like. A, you're not ready to work. I think if I'm, if yeah. I try and work on a train or if I try working. No, that's difficult you know, for me. You know, people, people, they go, ah, oh, we'll, we'll just take our laptop and we'll go into the park and mm-hmm. you know we'll work through the days. So I'm not. Yeah. There's too much going on around me. <laughs> yeah. Right. There's people working around. There's there's birds flying about. I'm not working. Yeah, so my, my brain. Will I don't work. mind. I don't mind if it's like a quiet place, uh, or it's a designated workspace where people go and work. Yeah, because uh, those are usually relatively quiet. And that helps as well when people yeah. around you are working. Mm-hmm. That's like everyone's there to do that. It's it's that helps to put you in in the right mindset, definitely. Of course, but I've had a desktop for the last. I don't have one now, but I've had yeah. a desktop for the last three years, four years. Mm-hmm. And it's been really good. It's been really good in terms of, well, yes, like part of my job always been working with content, whether that was Photoshop or Premiere Pro, cutting videos up or yeah. editing pictures and having designated desktop for it made things much faster mm-hmm. uh, because I could equip it with the latest tech and stuff like that. So that was really good. But um, at the same time, as you said, it was an area where I went and I knew like when I sit down, and I had like two two monitors in front of me. I know that's like okay. Now it's like working time, mm-hmm. um, and it helped to be honest. I think I think looking retrospectively, I think it helped. Um, and I you can play games. You can play video games in like really high resolution and stuff. But yeah, um, yeah, desktops. Yeah. <laughs> desktops. <laughs> Shiny. Fair um, enough. Yeah. Well, I think we'll call it a day there. Yeah, that sounds good. I think we did a solid yeah. 40 minutes. Solid, solid 8 out of 10 today, lads. Uh, yep. Maybe 7 <laughs> out of 10. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Uh, there's been much... Like, I'm going to be I'm gonna be straight honest here. There's been much less listeners on the last one. Oh, we're hurt. Yeah. We're hurt. Maybe we're doing something wrong. Maybe well, we are. Wrong people. Maybe we're not shouting it in people's faces that much. Okay. <laughs> So, if you have a friend, and you probably do, force them to listen to our latest episode. 
so we can feel better about ourselves. Yeah, or or just press play. You don't even need to listen to it. <laughs> just uh, just have can... it on the background. You put it on mute. Just exactly. So we can we can feel a bit better. Right? Exactly. exactly. We need the encouragement. We, we definitely do. Whether we you want us to succeed or not, we need some encouragement. So. We definitely do. <laughs> uh, today's podcast was made possible by Roman Juice, social first marketing agency. It is the place where we work. Uh, we have a cool website. If you feel like checking it out, it's www.romanjules.com. And have a look around. Any feedback, always welcome. If you made it all the way through, hopefully you enjoyed it. I felt like this episode pretty good. There was some good info, I, f- I feel like. Yeah. So <laughs> hopefully you enjoyed it. So, so I am just wondering, Zach, Mm-hmm. Is Friday's blog gonna be the last blog? Eh, no blog. What am I talking about? Friday's oh. podcast gonna be the last podcast before the, the Christmas break. That's probably true. Let me let me see. Christmas Eve is a Monday. Mm-hmm. We're we're out of office on Christmas Eve. I mean, are we? we could... Are we? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the question. That's <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's take a day off. Um, and we can resume. Oh, it's my birthday on Wednesday. So, no, we cannot. <laughs> no, we can do we can do Wednesday if we if we do it in the morning. Then I'm down. No. So we can. Yeah, we're, we're not. We we're not have... doing Monday or Wednesday. No, let's not do Monday. No, but no. so no Wednesday. Okay, so then it's gonna be the next Friday. Fr- yeah. Friday. This Friday is the last. So we are kind of Christmas episode. Or we can... could see. Or we could see guys in the New Year. No, not New Year. Sorry, the thirty. No, it's the New Year's Eve. Thirty first. Which is Monday, so it would be yep. just basically a free week off. Yep, a free week off. What the fuck? A full week off. Um, yeah. Okay. So the last, okay, last podcast episode on this Friday, and then the next one will be Monday, but thirty first of December, Monday. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you later, Zach. Have a great day. See you later, Matt. Bye, bye, guys.